Hello. Why do you always get to go first? Why point, do you do that? Because you point at me, so I, I assume. Well, we're... yes, but that doesn't. Okay, mean, I'll I be don't cl- get to first. Okay, I'll hello be really everybody, quiet. and welcome to Take a Right at the Next Left. This is our <laughs> show. It's not her show. It's our show. <laughs> it's partly my show. Partly. Partly. Technically, sixty percent. And you, next, how about next time? I mean, that's I'll what the napkin. That's what the napkin. Yeah, said, our right? napkin 60%. contract says that I get sixty percent, and you have forty percent. So as it happens so far, I'm I'm way ahead because sixty forty percent of nothing is way better than sixty percent <laughs> of nothing. <laughs> but next time, I'll give you the first word because I do always go first. That's because you point at me, and then I assume you're just giving me the right away. Well, that's because I push the red button. Yeah, you get to push the button, and I get to scream into the microphone. I think that's fair. So, hello, everybody. I'm <laughs> hello. so glad. We're all, we're both glad that, uh, that you know, at least some people are back to listen to us again. Whoop, whoop. Welcome back. Hip, hip. hip. Hooray. Hip, hip. Hooray. <laughs> okay. So, it just makes me think of now, SpongeBob. No, we're, we're in a funny, we're, I think we're in a good mood because we, you know, as we've talked about in the past, Mondays suck. Uh, Mondays suck do shit, suck. You know, there's, there's our first dollar in the swear jar. But anyway, Mondays suck. <laughs> and... We, uh, you know, we record on Monday, so, you know, before the show, we have a few minutes where we just tell each other how much we despised our day. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, oh, this is the worst day ever because of X, Y, and Z. <laughs> and they always, they always, it's always the same. It's always the same, yeah. I had to same. wake up and go to work. <laughs> so, we discussed this week's topic. Um, funny thing is, is we had a conversation about it. What we're going to do is we're going to get into socialism versus capitalism. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Socialism versus capitalism. Hip, hip. Hooray. No, okay. So, <laughs> you know, so when we decided about what we were, how we were going to open the show, um, we were each going to take uh, three to four minutes and es- essentially describe what we felt uh, the definition of the topics were. And I'm going to have, mm. Re can, Re can go ahead and, and give us a, a three minute dissertation on socialism. Well, I feel. What, what she feels socialism is. Yeah. And I will have an opportunity to explain what capitalism is. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna leave it to you since you like to start things off. You want me to go first? I'll go. Otherwise, you're. Well, afraid. how about I can let you go first because I went first to yell into the mic. So if you want to go first, you can totally. Go wow, first. chivalry is not dead. What can I say? I'm a polite girl. So I think you know a lot of people when you hear the word capitalism, they're very, um, they very. It's a very misunderstood topic. A misunderstood system is what it is. A system, and mm. what it is is a capitalism is a system of of personal property. Right. And what it really boils down to is the freedom to uh, to capitalize on your intellectual, which is just as personal as any other property. Right. So yeah. it's about the br- it's about the mind. When it really comes down to it, capitalism is about the freedom of the mind and what you get out of out of your mind in the in the form of ideas, in the form of the work that you put into ideas and what capitalism really is is an even exchange for those ideas, time, uh, production, productivity, and um, like your know, efforts, like in like a yes, correct, but in a financial way. Well, it's it's not just about the finances. Yes, the theory is that you get to keep what you earned because you earned it mm. or you built it, right? Mm. Um, so yeah, that's absolutely part of it. But right. the, the the biggest part, and I think this is where people miss, is it is really about retaining the the benefit of your mind, okay? If yeah, you, your efforts and stuff. Yeah, but it's not just what you. It's not just your efforts. It's about what your mind's value is, right? It's all about an even exchange of value, mm. and um, 
in an even exchange of value in a, in a pure capitalistic society, there's, there's no losers. Okay. The, the buyer determines what the value of the seller's, uh, you know, product is, whether it's, whether it's a book, whether it's a rock, whether it's a television or an iPhone or anything like that. In, in pure capitalism, the buyer has an opportunity to uh, essentially negotiate with the seller uh, of what that value is. And in the same respect, the seller, the producer, gets to determine what they're willing to accept in exchange for their product or service or property. And that is how they see their value. Mm. Ultimately, if a person believes that their product or service is uh, you know, worth more than any buyer is willing to sell uh, or will, any buyer is willing to buy, right. then naturally that It'll person, that effort dies. It dies on the vine, correct. Mm. And in the same respect, uh, you know, if a buyer, uh, you know, if there are multiple buyers for a particular product, you know, say supply and demand where, you know, I can only build so many widgets a day mm. and there there's such a it's such a good product it has such a good value mm. that multiple people line up to purchase it exchange that value for their hard-earned money um and and that ri that raises the value of whatever it is i'm doing so theoretically the better my product is the better my book is the better my story is the better my widget is the better my speakers are the better my tv whatever it is you know Anything, every single thing that we consume uh, in any way, be it physical or intellectual, is an exchange of value. Uh, it or I'm sorry, an, an exchange of property based on the value of what the buyer wants to spend and what the seller wants to receive. And in a perfect world, in a purely capitalistic society, uh, it works great. It is a in absolutely, theory. It seems like it works great. Well, it's not just a theory, right? Because, for example, well, I mean, like it's kind of what it's kind of what you said, like in like a, in a perfect capitalist society. Well, I would that, argue that we don't me, live in a perfect capitalist. Oh society no, anymore. no, we do not. We definitely don't. No. But what I'm saying is that, like, if it was to work to the perfection of what, like, it, what it it's has meant in the past. Do, I, I just want to be clear. Oh it, yeah, it has been tried I'm in sure. the past for I'm a very sure. short period of time. But, but, I, but I'm just I'll get into what, that. Yeah, after. but what I'm saying is that, like, if it if it was working to the definition of what you're saying, it should be smooth sailing. You know what I mean? Like, it should just work. So then we inject uh, the concept of uh, socialism, which I'm going to let you take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So socialism is everybody working for the same, for the same good. Like, the government, like, all of your money goes into a pool and then the government kind of uh, decides where that money goes and what happens with it. Um, so like if you make this amount of money and uh, some of that money is going to be taken and given to other people who may not have made that much money. Yep. That's essentially what it boils down to. I so, mean, <laughs> so so what you just described, I agree with you, by the way, pretty much on that. That is the, the very basic, very basic definition of socialism. <laughs> Right, you're re what you're doing in socialism is redistributing wealth, you're and you and you work for the collective good rather than just the the personal mm -hmm. one person good. Yeah, that is socialism. And I think and I think that in a perfect socialism, socialistic kind of society, that it would work if everybody was in agreement to work for that collective, uh, collective well being and collective good and all of that kind of stuff. Well, that is the whole thing about socialism is that it, it every single time it's tried, 
and then it fails, the next group of socialists comes along and says, no, you didn't do it right. You didn't, you, you didn't have your foot on the gas pedal hard enough. You have, to, you have to jump in deeper, dive deeper, and make it more socialist. You didn't do it well enough. That's mm-hmm. why it failed when it that's why it failed the last time it was tried. Well, I well I personally believe that a that a blend of the two is ideal. In my opinion, because I feel like there are definitely like like for example, like we have so many programs put into our society now that help for the benefit mm-hmm. of other people, like uh, health insurance, Obamacare, that the whole point was to help people what who couldn't epic <laughs> I know that's how you feel about it. And then um well, no, that's what it like, is. Like um like WIC, like mm-hmm. for moms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that that money was redistributed to moms who couldn't afford, you know, food stamps, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Um and I think that that kind of stuff is important. I think that that even today, I don't think that our society would do well if those things were taken away. You know, I do think that there's so, some so here's some the of thing those that things I'll... that actually work and that are beneficial to the greater good of the country and the and the and the overall health and well being of people. The overall health and well being of people. So yeah. so um, obviously, I I understand and I completely mm. disagree with everything you just <laughs> I <know>. said. <laughs> the way um, you've been looking at me the whole time, I'm like, he's, so, he's coming. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, you basically just described redistribution of wealth. Essentially, yeah, it's from redistribution each, of wealth from each according to his me- means to each according to their needs, um, mm-hmm. which is a, a line taken right out of Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto, mm-hmm. right? Because socialism is nothing more than communist light. Mm-hmm. And just to be clear, the, the only difference between communism and socialism is uh, is that in communism, the government simply uh, acqu- takes property; it it owns. It owns yeah. everything, right? Yeah. So you don't have personal property in communism no. at all. Yeah, in socialism, exactly. we just take your property once you have enough of it, and we give it to somebody else because they don't have enough property. That 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 is essentially yeah. No, the that deal. yeah, that's another yeah. essential. So, sure. I, I'm going to argue that you know, as you describe socialism, those programs simply did not exist in U.S. history uh, until World War II, um, and the way that started was after World War II. Um, all all of the soldiers who had passed, they left widows behind, and the government decided to create a fund and an expenditure to give benefits to the widows, okay? Mm-hmm. And the government's going to pay the widows a certain amount of money because they lost their husbands to the government in, in you know, the the endeavor of war, right? Mm-hmm. So it uh, se- seems reasonable enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. Like, why even now, why it exists now, it just makes sure. sense to me. So then, you know what what took place from there, uh, and, and is still taking place, is is what's called human nature, right? So, mm-hmm. the widows were getting money, and um, next they added um, men as well. Mm. Okay, because there were there were uh, you know women would get married. And and then the the benefits would stop, so that they altered it so that the benefits wouldn't stop, right? Hmm. And and eventually, what that turned into is what is literally today's wealth social welfare program. Um, I would argue that that program is is an epic failure. And really, because I well, I yeah, feel like so, it's helped a lot of people. Well, it depends on your definition of help, right? So if, if the I theory guess, is, if the theory is, is if this welfare system worked, right, if this redistribution system worked, then 
what's the goal, right? What's the what's the goal, right? Um, and but what I mean by that is, ideally, you would want less people on, on it, right? It, I mean, I I, I mean that's the goal is to help people, ideally, so that they don't be there need, for, yeah, so that, so that eventually they, would, yeah. they do not need that extra assistance for sure yeah okay i guess except the number of people on welfare is continuously uh, continuously growing the cost of it is continuously growing so then it comes to a point of okay we started out with a safety net and we've essentially turned it into a safety hammock Mm. this is not unusual that is the case every single time socialism is tried Uh, every time the government gives something away for nothing and just gives it to you it ends up not working. It has so many unintended consequences that it's a, it's a failure from the get-go because there's no incentive for that individual to uh, to repair whatever the circumstances are that caused it in the first place. And I would argue that there's almost no circumstantial But I don't think that's always the case either. I don't think that it's all people that like go on welfare just take advantage of it. Well, let me I ask do you think a question that there's then. A, I do think that there is like people that don't take advantage of the system and i mean i think i think that it's i don't think that it's fair to say that there aren't going to be people that take advantage of the system there Mm -hmm. are definitely people that take advantage of the system but if there are for every one person or couple people that take advantage of the system there are other people that are actually using it to help benefit their lives define for me what a um what is your guideline for somebody who should receive assistance my guideline for someone who yeah so so where's the bar i feel like that's a loaded question no where's the bar so let me let me give you an example right somebody hit me uh, with an example single mom loses her job uh through no fault of her own okay Mm -hmm. because i think that's an important caveat to stick on there Mm -hmm. right uh she loses her job no fault this is the worst case uh, circumstance Mm -hmm. loses her job uh has kids at home to raise and um you know is divorced has no husband and boom, done. All of a sudden, she went from earning $500 a week to zero. Mm. The case is, is that she should be entitled to some sort of uh, temporary compensation to get her through, right? Yes. Unemployment, okay. right? Yeah. Is that what you're hitting unemployment. Yeah, unemployment. For sure. So I ask you this. Once she is capable of working, should she still receive welfare? And this goes for a male too. I don't want it to sound like I don't no, want no, no I arguments. Think, I think you're just using sexist. it like a stereotypical yeah. example. Um, I think that once that person is mm-hmm. able enough or finds a job and can prove employment mm-hmm. and can prove income mm-hmm. for maybe what three months, mm-hmm. then hopefully they would be able to get off of unemployment. Hopefully. Hopefully. But, and then but let me ask you. But that's the other thing is that like I'm not saying I'm not saying that there aren't people that totally take advantage of the system and totally take advantage of unemployment. I mean, with uh, we talked about this when we did our pandemic episode, but like there were people who were unemployed getting like so much more money. And then when the unemployment was still coming mm-hmm. out, they didn't want to go back to work mm-hmm. because that money was still just being handed out. And I definitely think that that is something that's going to happen. And that's where human... I mean, th- and you could just get some money of course, for free. Because Why wouldn't you? That's human nature. What you just said right there is total human nature. Exactly. And, and whether you like it or not, it, it doesn't matter because you can go back and you can look at history and you could just simply look at demonstrable evidence 
uh, empirical evidence. But it's evidence also it's so true case, with everything. Right? Like it's, so it's even like true with technology. So like we don't. That, you know so we I mean? don't disagree that people, generally speaking, if you get, if you continue to give them stuff for free, they will continue to take it. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. So right then and there, what I, you yeah. just what you just said is that continuing to pay somebody welfare. Um, forget unemployment. Now we're just going to pay people who simply don't make enough money. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever your whatever your wage is. Let's say you do get a job and you don't earn enough uh, to uh, get over the top of the welfare threshold, right? Let's say you're below the quote unquote poverty line. So there's mm-hmm. housing assistance, there's fuel assistance, there's uh, free health care, if you will. I mean, yeah. So, so I ask in in a capitalist world, all right, if you had something valuable to bring to the table mm-hmm. that all of those things fix themselves right mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't need any of that stuff mm-hmm. and at the same time if you're given all of that stuff what is your incentive to be valuable uh can you rephrase the question because i'm a little confused so if you get if you're either if you have no job and you just get you know uh social welfare subsidies okay. on yep. everything yep. or unemployment okay. or you know you come up with some reason why you can't find a job because sure, sure, sure. unemployment you know eventually requires you to have some sort of job those benefits do run out right, yet right, somehow right. people continue to work and work you know people continue to live without ever ha- having a job i don't know how it's mm-hmm, done mm-hmm. i can't even imagine right but they do mm-hmm. i'm say i'm suggesting that the evidence is is that if you give people stuff for free They'll take it. They'll take it. Yeah. And if you have no system, if if you are afraid, if it's politically, uh, if it's not politically expedient to stop the spigot, to shut the valve off, Mm. well, not only are they dependent on you to give them that welfare and to give them those subsidies, but there is no incentive to stop receiving them. Mm-hmm. There's no incentive to go out and it's, make it on your so own. So what you're saying, it's like when you get a house and you buy a bird feeder and the birds start to rely on that feeder for food. So you can't like just stop putting food in the bird feeder because then the birds will like go away and not eat the not food. I'm not going to lie. I hadn't considered the bird feeder. Well, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> that. Like what but what I'm saying but is yes, like the birds that's will what they continue say. To, the birds will continue to come to the feeder and now and then they start to depend on it. Now, then they depend on it. Yeah. Correct. No, that's what and, you're and social yeah. welfare is exactly the same thing. So you go back uh before World War II, before this whole um you know uh welfare system started you look at the you look at the value of what people had, what people owned. Mhm. And what you see is a steady increase in personal value, in personal property. Um, in fact, all the way from 1776 onward. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. everybody. In fact, if you you go back in history, there are there's pot, there's line charts out there. It's pretty interesting. And those line charts uh, essentially extend all the way back. You know, thousands of years. We'll go back to we'll go back to uh, we'll go back to zero. Right, the Roman <laughs> zero. And we'll, we'll start from there. The fact is, is that 9th century, 12th century, 14th century, that value of personal property hovers around the 10 to $15 range until 1776. And a couple of things happened in 1776 to change all that. 1776. Your, your boy Hamilton. New York City. No. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, two th- a couple of things happened. One is, of course, the American Revolution, um, wh- which did not introduced the capitalist system but it it certainly the colonists were far more capitalists than the um 
than the monarchists for sure and and the rest of europe but at the same time you had something uh there's a gentleman named adam smith who who wrote a very well-read book called the wealth of nations and in the wealth of nations he explains how to grow capital which is why it's called capitalism and it is an ever-increasing source of wealth based on what you bring to the table and when you keep it fair and by fair i mean no government coercion you know nobody's forcing you to do anything when you keep Mm. it fair Mm. everybody wins and when you don't keep it fair when the government puts its thumb on one side of the scale then somebody loses and i use our progressive tax system as as a clear example right so if you earn under fifty thousand dollars per year you're you're taxed at let's say ten percent um i think it's around 15 or, or between 13 and 15 at least uh after 45,000 if you're married but I don't want to get into I'm not I don't mm-hmm, want to mm-hmm. play tax attorney <clears throat> mm-hmm. so for, but uh safe to say for example if you if you're making under $50,000 your tax bracket is 12% meaning 12% of everything you you take in you you pay in tax yeah exactly we have a progressive system where as your as your income increases so does your percentage yeah I think that makes sense though well so, yeah, but it's not fair. Why? Well, because what you're doing is saying you are actually rewarding, you know, the person who earns less than $50,000 uses no less services than the millionaire, right? Mm-hmm. And even if, even if all percentages being the same, mm-hmm. so at, uh, at $50,000 a year, I'll make it 10% just because I could do the math, right? At 50000 a year, you're giving five back. Mm-hmm. At a million a year, you're giving 100000 back. Mm-hmm. Is that not fair? Mm. I mean, I, but what we do is I, we I, say, but I think, that, but I think we that, say that like it, it, we say that once you get to a million, or, or you know, it's actually around uh, around ninety thousand if you're married. But in any rate, we say that once you get over, the more you make, the more we take. So yeah. once you're at a million, we're going to take forty percent, four hundred thousand. Okay. Right. So so if somebody earns fifty thousand, they pay five, and if somebody earns a million, they pay four hundred thousand. Okay. Now that sounds all good and fine, except where is where's the incentive for? How is it fair? But because that five to them mm-hmm. feels like it does the four hundred to the millionaire guy. Like it's just it's it's just yeah, it's a not different, even it's yeah, but it's not different. even close. One's paying ten percent. One's paying forty percent. So here, so this is but the, the question. 10%, I, but the ten percent of mm-hmm. their wealth is mm-hmm. different than the forty percent of yours because yeah, it's four hundred thousand, but you still have like a fuck ton of money left. You know yeah, what but I that's mean? That's your standard. So let's it, okay. Yeah, let's no, that's look at definitely it. my my standard. So, sta- so I, let's look I, at it from a tax morality. Rich. <laughs> yeah, tax the rich. <laughs> that's so, how I feel. So let me ask you a question. For, I, I want to get into the morality of it. Um, but, but first, (laughs) right. Cause we're going to, we're stealing people's money, but let's, so let's take the 400,000, right. That the millionaire paid. Now you believe that that 400,000 is better put to use when it is filtered through a bureaucratic government Mm. than if that money was simply put back into the system in the form of, of buying more stuff in the form of creating jobs, um, that's the deal you know have you ever heard the story of the cor- guy that drives a corvette the guy right? that drives a corvette 
Well, yeah. So, the, you know, a guy drives down the road in a Corvette and two guys are, are, are sitting on the porch and they're like, Poof, you know, that guy, uh, the guy that's driving a Corvette should give some of that money to to me because I don't I don't make as much as he does. Right. Or he should be taxed more. Mm. Well, the guy driving the Corvette gave money to the car dealership who gives money to its technicians, who gives money to its salesmen, who produces tires, produces engines, produces cars, gives money back to the to the uh, manufacturer, gives money back. That car, that money, is far better used when it is simply given for what it was, for, for its purpose, right? When think, the even yeah. exchange of value... I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. So in order to believe that socialism, and when I say socialism, I do not mean government uh, programs like state parks or something like that. What I'm talking about is a true giving from one person or at, and taking from another at, um, at unfair rates. It's simply... But why so, is it so, so unfair? Well, I'm like taking... I, you know what I mean? Like, okay. we, all pay, we all pay taxes I'll tell you why it's stuff. immoral. I'll tell you why it's immoral. Because it's done by force, right? All taxation is, is done by force. If you don't pay your taxes, eventually somebody shows up with a gun and, you know, either takes you away or if you shoot back, you know, they shoot you. Yeah. All laws are enforced by... Are, are, are force, I guess, right? yeah. So... Okay. So you earn your 400000 and it's not yours. You earned it through whatever whatever means. Mm-hmm. They're taking it and giving it to someone else. Yeah. I cannot think of a more immoral set of standards. Really? A more immoral because, but Because that's, but that money I'm not giving is it. hopefully... Go- I'm not is- giving it willingly. You're taking no, you're it. not giving it willingly, but also, but it's like, but it's not like they're taking it just to be like, they're taking it. It's, it's to go to other things and other people who need it. It's not like mm-hmm. it's going to like, it's going to, it's things. going to the majority of, of votes, right? It's going to whoever voted. What, well, right. I mean, you're never going to, when, when the cart has more people in it than are pulling it, right? The, the, the poor will always vote themselves a, ra- a raise as long as the rich are paying the bill. Yeah. And and that's for lack of a better word. But nobody who is getting something for free, right, ever complains about the person who's giving it to him. The person who's giving it mm-hmm. is having it taken from him in this case. That is what socialism that's the difference. They're not giving but, it away but to I charity. But I don't see it's being why taken by why force. everyone's so butthurt about it being taken to help other people. Like I guess that that to me is that's the hold up. You know what I mean? So you're assuming that gu- that this transaction of of money, the government who who oversees the taking of well, the- I'm not sa- well. Okay, okay, I know. So they're benevolent. So the so the politicians are benevolent, right? They don't pass any of these programs for themselves. They're out there to really help the people. That's the hope. I de- that's definitely not the reality. Oh, it's not the reality. No, it's not the reality. That's not human but that's, nature. But but that's what I'm saying is that like that is not the reality of the situation. But that is what it's supposed to be doing. And I guess my whole thing is that if it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, then I don't see an issue with it. Where you run into the issue is when it's that money is going to places that the people don't necessarily want it to go to. And you, I guess it just boils down to where you want the money to go, who are you going to vote for? Well, Who's I was going to be there to change that, to change where the money goes to and to change 
how much money goes here and how much money goes there. That's all up to the politicians that we vote in, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And I'm not and I'm not going to so sit you, here and so say what that you I'm, just so what you just described yeah. is something called the tyranny of the majority. Right. So fuck the, the individual. Screw the millionaire. Right. Mm-hmm. The majority, which is under 50,000, mm-hmm. the majority of people need his money. So because we have more votes than he does or she does, that we're, we're just going to decide we're just going to vote ourselves more taxes. We're going to vote ourselves more programs because there's more of us than there are of them. I mean, but like, but, but but in, but in reality though, if there's more people that, but, but then that's just democracy. Like that's like the majority of the votes are for what the majority of the people want. You know what I mean? So like, if it's it's the majority of the people that want that and Mm -hmm. it's the majority of the country that wants that, why don't, why can't they vote for that? So they're, you know what I mean? Like, why is it wrong for them? To vote for what they need and what they want. So, so everybody votes for what they want, without a doubt. Hopefully, I hope that but people are voting the for reasons, what they want. This is not. one of the reasons why we are not a democracy. We were not founded as a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, and there is a difference. I know. In, in, in a republic, you have representation beyond just the raw numbers of voters. Because if, if in a true democracy... Oh, don't even get me started on this. In a true democracy... Uh, the majority always gets what it wants, and it doesn't give a shit who it steams o- steamrolls over at all. It doesn't care. Mm. Um, it doesn't care that you worked hard. It doesn't care that you want your kids to go to a certain school. It mm. doesn't care uh, that you want freedom. It doesn't care that you want green grass. It doesn't mm. care what color you want to paint your house. Sure, a it's democracy, the majority rules, yeah. Yes, that is called the tyranny of the majority, and it is why that when our founders put this country together, they went back and they looked at uh, they, they looked at the history of governments. They looked at failed governments successful governments they looked at monarchies they looked at uh, they looked at the roman uh senate and and how that democracy was quote how that republic was set up and what they did was take the best of both worlds and putting together a system where we have representation both by geography and and are you uh, are you referring to the electoral college well it's not just the electoral college it's it's the purpose of the senate as well you were referring to specifically no, I mean that's that's a stroke of brilliance in itself. But I, I hate the electoral college. Well, of course you do. Yeah. Because the last couple times that you got a president that you didn't vote for, the electoral college is why. Why don't you just? No, say it's it? no. That's not why. It yeah. just. I just. Okay. But I think. But even okay. Even if I was one way or the other, I think it's bogus. I think that yeah. it just doesn't. A whole work nother, whole nother, Yeah, that's a whole. That's whole, a whole conversation. Podcast on itself. But anyway. So what? So what? Socialism depends on is always. Uh, you know, Margaret Thatcher, uh, she was a prime minister of England, conservative chick, great, fantastic, right? Ruled with an iron fist. She had this saying, socialism is great until you run out of other people's money. <laughs> and that is a fact. I don't, I, I want to stay for the record that I am not necessarily a socialist. She's not. I'm not. No one is a socialist. I, but, I can but tell I, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say that I, 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 <laughs> I love capitalism. <laughs> Yes, because I because in in my own opinion, I work very hard mm-hmm. for my money. I work very hard for my mm-hmm. stuff, and I think that everybody should be working hard for their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's it. Teaches like, um, it teaches you to take responsibility for your own actions. It teaches you budgeting. It teaches you like more. I think that it's very moral to just like you know care about yourself, make your money, and reap those benefits for sure. But I also see the other side of like. 
if I'm reaping all of these benefits mm-hmm. and I have so many benefits that like it's just kind of insane. You should help people. That I don't. should help people. And I and and there are some people that need to be told to help people because it's just it it just makes sense to me to help other people. I guess that that's what it boils down that. to. I get that. For, and me. I think For me. You know what I mean? I do. And because I, I think that I think that the the systems of welfare and those kind of things that are in place now the theory behind it all is great and you want to say that it's working and you want to say that it's doing what it's supposed to be doing and if it was doing what it was supposed to be doing hell yeah all the way i'm totally in but it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing no and there are i mean but like you said once you start putting out the bird food for the birds they're gonna start eating it i I come across these memes all the time on social media, um, you know, very popular one, quote unquote, taxation is theft. And, you know, I always kind of get a chuckle at that because for the most part, of course, I agree. But, you know, I also respect the fact that there are certain things that we need to pay taxes for. Right. So uh, you can't just say all taxation is theft. Yeah, no. Um, But I saw, believe it or not, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, who who is a Democrat. I love something that uh, she has said. That taxation is theft whenever those taxes are not used in the best interest of uh, of your country, right? Yeah, if amen you're to talking that. federal taxes, right? So I totally agree anytime, with that statement. anytime that your taxes are not being used in a way that is beneficial to your interest, uh, in the case of personal taxes, the country's interest, in the case of federal taxes and state and so forth, mm-hmm. uh, whenever those taxes are not being used to the best interest of those entities, it's theft. And when people are taking so now you have to ask, well, what in what world is somebody else's? It's an emotional argument that you make is essentially. Yeah, where no. Th- well, that's that's it doesn't make logical sense to simply give from one person and give to another. You would never stand up in class with a perfect score of 100. Right. And a plus you would never give 30 points away to a D student so that you could both get C's. No, no. But There's no not, difference. not to say that if the D student was sitting next to me and I knew I had all the answers right, I would totally give them my answers. But that's just, well, <laughs> just that's just Jesus me. Christ. But like, but that's the thing is like, but that's the more that's the morality of it. Like I am, a, I am a, I feel like I'm a very generous person, and if something works for the the greater of everybody, that it will benefit me in some way, either karm or either karm karmatically. Karmatically, or, that's, or <laughs> we're gonna look that up after. But I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's the that's the proper grammar. I for get that what word. you're saying. You, but but that you want to be generous because it makes you feel good. Well, not only that, but like I feel There's like nothing if, wrong with that. But I, but I also feel like so. Let's take we've talked about this before, but take Elon Musk for example. If he's making all of this money and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Would it kill you to give? Like, would it kill you to be taxed enough to like support other people that aren't, mm-hmm. you know, doing all that hot? I don't think it will. You know what I so mean? So this like, is and an so interesting. That's, you, know, uh, you know, I love people. They bring up Elon Musk. They bring up. He Jeff, was just the first. They bring rich up guy Jeff Bezos. I'm going to stick with Jeff Bezos <laughs> just because I, I know some of the figures and I don't know entirely about Elon Musk. Um, so I, mean, I can tell yeah. you that that um, in Connecticut, our great senator Chris Murphy, who I pick on all the time because he's a douchebag, and Ooh. well, he is. He, I mean, we dropped the D word. I'm sorry. He <laughs> no, is. Kidding. There is nothing he will not use to raise money and just make people hate each other. So in my in my opinion, that's a douchebag. So he puts out uh, a statement about uh, how Amazon has paid no tax. How, I think how Jeff Bezos has paid no taxes. First of all, it's a complete lie because I and I looked it up in 2019. He paid 
$95 million in taxes. Cool. Granted, it's a fraction of his worth and a right. fraction of his and income, I mean, right? Like, I don't feel bad charging, charging Jeff Bezos for $95 million. I don't. I don't. Here's the pro- So the question is, right? So Amazon employs hundreds of thousands of people. Mm, for sure. Probably. I, they're probably catching up on Walmart. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Amazon right? is so, like doing so planes now. What you have to do is assume that that $93 million mm-hmm. that they're personally taking from him, mm-hmm. not from Amazon, from him. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. First of all, if our tax system wasn't so damn convoluted and scaled for special interest, um, everybody would be paying the correct amount of taxes. But that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you know, it, it, the, the tax code is written by politicians uh, giving out favors. That's what the tax code is. That's why it's well, ten thousand pages our whole, long. Our, I mean, our but, whole government. But you is based have to assume fucking politicians taking advantage of everything. Which is why the government. The which is why the government should have less and less of other people's money because it is a false assumption to think that they're spending it better than you can. They are not. No. Yeah. They are. A, they are no, the most inefficient shit show of a of a redistribution plan. Ever. I think that's the whole thing. I think we're just working off a fucked up system. That's the that's the crazy part. Is that like, you know, all of those people get they they reap the benefits and then we get to fucking argue about how much we pay in taxes. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what it boils <laughs> down to is like they they take advantage of us. And that's just that's always been the, the so, case. You know what I mean? So you, it, w- that is the case literally for the concert. That is the conservative case for a more limited government. In, and that is that when the government grows in size and scope uh, to the point where it is um, so top heavy that it cannot do anything efficiently, you know, your government's too big. Our okay. government is very big. And our government is way too big. It does all kinds of things that it has no business doing. You know what and, I would And love. it has all ki- it does all kinds of things that private markets have proven they could do better over and over again, mm. which is why the capitalist system works because if it works, everybody gets the benefit. If it doesn't work, it gets to fail. Guess what? In the real fuck in the real world, people fail. That is how people learn. That is how entrepreneurs, it is how business leaders learn to do it differently because they failed. You cannot be free to. F- you can't be free to succeed if you are not free to fail, and that should mm. all be on your shoulders, mm. not somebody else's, and not the government's. You I, shouldn't have. I I agree with you. I, I know that's not. Uh, well, I I love you. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is like I agree with you, uh, but I also don't have an issue paying that money out in taxes. Like that's the thing: mm-hmm. is like I agree with you because that's how I was raised, and that's what I believe, and that you work hard for your shit, and if you work hard. You know, you should be able to move up and get more money and all that stuff. You should be able here's, to. Here's a perfect. You should in here, a perfect world. Here's a perfect example: the government. Okay, our government <laughs> through our taxes. Right. You can put in Star Wars Imperial Music March, uh, Imperial March music. Anywhere. <laughs> I'm literally. We're gonna. Anytime we talk about the government, I'm gonna play that in the background. Now. So, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> you totally forgot what you were going to say. <laughs> it's the empire. It's the empire. Yes. The government, the government is, the, is the evil empire. So you take our government who funded um, who funded viral research, hmm. um, funded viral research, funded this uh, this laboratory that, you know, probably created the COVID virus and probably oh accidentally let it out. Right. God. The question is this. Yeah. 
so so one thing that we know for a fact is that the government was paying scientists on its payroll. Dr. Fauci. No, but what the, was your point before? Uh, let me finish. <laughs> Dr. Fauci is the highest paid government employee. That is a fact. Mm. Right. I think it's around five hundred thousand a year. As far as salary goes, he is the highest paid government employee. Why? <sighs> Sorry. In, in in all seriousness, why would the government be paying a uh, a virologist to do anything, right? W- what is the government's interest in it? It doesn't have any interest. Now, the professed interest is that, well, you know, that nobody else can afford to make these studies. That's bullshit. Companies make studies all the time when there is a goal and a reason to do it and a profit to be had. Profit believe it or not, is fantastic because profit is the motivation behind all things that work. Even drugs, even uh, uh, viral uh, antivirus drugs, even antibiotics, right? All of those things are created from money. Hmm. I dare say that uh, Louis Pasteur created the pasteurization process from money. Not because the government wanted, you know, milk that could sit in the fridge for a couple extra days. That is not, that was not the fucking point. He did it from money. Hmm. Just like, um, what's her name that invented penicillin? Uh, it escapes me at the moment. But that was done for money. People do things for money. It's not all, yeah. you know, not everybody does I things to I think it's a good build, motivator, but I think it also. It's the ultimate motivator. And I don't but mean. But it also, like, it, it, it's and also, I think it's, like, the worst. I think it's too. important to understand the worst what money is, right? Money is simply uh, a way to equivalent your value right because let's say if you're the world's greatest writer right you, you know you can't go around taking your 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 books that you hand wrote yeah, and exchange it for milk and and beef or free internet right i wish so it, i wish so it money, was still like that sometimes honestly so money is simply an efficient way to exchange your value that's all money is and people don't think about it that way. They think about money. Oh, yeah, you got enough or you don't have enough and I want more. It's not really the money when you get down to it. Mm. It's what the money represents. The money I make is the money I get for the value I give my customers. Because I could fix fire trucks, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, let's assume that the fire department doesn't have something other than fire trucks to give me back, right? I, I don't need water. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> right? So, we'll so, so what the hell, right? I don't need fire hydrants. I don't need hose. I don't need water, right? So everything is exchanged. Everything is determined, you know, via a currency. And right, and that, the currency, money, if you will, cash is the great equalizer. It simply is a way to exchange our value. Uh, right. That doesn't change anything. And if you, that value of that of, is your personal property, whether it's intellectual or physical, it's yours. Nobody else built it. Nobody else thought of it. Nobody else should reap the rewards. What is your incentive to make the world's greatest theater production, to put on the next Cats, to put on the next hmm. um, Les Miserables? You uh, want to put on a great show, and you want to do it, you know, with, you want to take all the knowledge that you've amassed, that you put your hard work effort into, and produce something fantastic so that people will come and watch it and appreciate it. Yeah. And when people appreciate it, it has a value. People are willing to pay $1,000 to go yeah, see Hamilton on Broadway. Do, but I wouldn't do that for the money either. I think the money is a great motivator for, like, because I want the money and I'd love to do it for money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that I would just do it for the art and expression. 
So singers like Taylor Swift should not get paid millions of dollars because people like their music. No, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that, you know, Taylor Swift started writing music cuz mm-hmm. she loves music and loves yep. to express herself. Like she didn't say I'm going to write music cuz I'm going to make money. I think that she started writing music and she started getting good at music. And then she's like, "Wow, I'm really good at this and I'm making a lot of money. I'm going to keep doing it." And make it better? And make it better. Right. But yes. she but the but the original thought so was not you... i want mm-hmm. money for this it's, it was you know i love to sing i love to play guitar i want to share my music i want to you know i love theater i want to make a good show i want to make a good product i want people to talk about it i think that that is more valuable than money i use her you know I, mean? I, I use her as an example and i like to use musicians and and uh pro sports stars right. as I'm an not... example because i just find it you know the left loves to just uh turn ceos into boogeymen right because oh they're, they're, you're your evil CEO Jeff Bezos Elon Musk where where nobody has a problem with Taylor Swift making a hundred I think sixty million dollars a year plus or minus which I mean let's be fair Elon Musk eats sixty million for breakfast God bless his heart yeah I mean <laughs> but but that's so, right but so, that's so the other Tom thing Brady, is that I don't so Tom Brady uh, you know he he may have um, a contract yeah, for one hundred ninety million dollars sports are that big a fucking deal either. so so that i'm i'm a little biased on that I don't well let's take that. a look at what tom brady brings to the table if everybody could throw the ball like him he wouldn't be valuable if everybody could sing like taylor swift she would not be valuable if everybody could build a, an electric car as good as elon musk he wouldn't be valuable if he couldn't put rockets in space for a tenth the cost of what we were paying as taxpayers right and this is a great thing his rockets he's putting satellites in space for the government for our tax dollars He's putting rockets in space for a tenth the cost of what NASA of what it was costing NASA. Hmm, and cool. you and I were paying for NASA. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So in the private sector, he's being more productive, using less resources, and nobody's we're not forced to give him his money. If we want to buy a Tesla, it's because we want to drive a, a Tesla. Right? Mm-hmm. And if I want to buy um Starlink, which I'm going to, I've already given my deposit. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. That's because I, I know or I believe that the current Internet system that we all deal with is is just shit now. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's building this great system. He is putting billions of dollars of satellites into space, expecting that his investment will pay off. Yeah. And he's he has done this um, as a private entity so much more efficiently than NASA or the Soviets or any other space, you know, any other space program could do. And he's being efficient at it because he found a way to do it and he's reaping his rewards. He's put his, his mind, his, his, you know, his mental force behind, willed it into existence. I don't think he knows how to, he couldn't build a rocket himself, right? Hmm. He's putting, he's paying people millions of dollars. People are building these rockets, hmm. right? Now, yeah. if we take a 40% of his money, mm-hmm. what kind of rockets are we going to get? The answer is we don't know. Probably. You Probably know. less rockets. Yeah, but I mean like. And where is that 40% <laughs> going to go? Let, in his case, I think he's around two. Two hundred fifty billion dollars, right? So, Holy so fuck. we like, take a hundred too much billion. money. That's too much money to have. I just ugh, so much. Well, here's the other thing: billion dollars. You you also have to remember Dallas. what people don't realize. Dallas. So he's worth 
$250 billion, right? That essentially means that his rockets, his buildings, his his product, his inventory, his cars, uh, the factories that build the cars, mm-hmm. that build the tires, that dig up the batteries uh, and produce batteries, you know, he owns all those things. Those things have a physical value, right? You can't buy a building without it having value. Yeah. You can't put machinery in it without without it having value. I just so, think that so it's the a crazy fact amount is, of money. So, well, it is. But nobody, like, has, kicking around in the closet, the amount of money that they're, quote, unquote, worth. So. I guess so, not kicking so around if in you the tax, closet. So if you tax somebody based on what they're worth mm-hmm. rather than their income. Income is cash they take out of the company, which he is taxed on. Okay, but to simply tax somebody for what they have, how do you build more factories if there's an if you know that you're going to be taxed on it, right? If you're going if you put up a new building, if a building's going to cost a hundred thousand dollars, if that means you have to give forty thousand dollars to the government, why put up a building? Mm, I guess that is why we don't tax. Um, that is why business property, for example, I mean. It pays property taxes. That's not what I'm saying. But mm. you, you can't, there's no income tax on a building. There's no income tax on a factory. There's no income tax on, um, you know, on, on on the cost of doing business, right? So there is a corporate uh, a corporate tax. I think it's around 20% or so. Mm. Um, and yeah. of course, that's on profit, right? So you have to make that, again, you could be worth $250 billion and own a shit ton of giant buildings, um, but still, you're only taxed on, on the well, profit his, that that company income, makes. Then? You know, that's a good question. Rather than looking at it. the net worth but of let's what take he's a look. worth and what he his recently, worth. He recently, um, you know, came under fire and has taken a lot of criticism for the amount of taxes he pays, right? So um, he goes on Twitter and he says, okay, I since I cannot, since I don't have taxable income until I sell my stock, right, which is... The stock represents the value of all those buildings and and companies, mm-hmm. right? So, um, he he decides he's going to sell ten percent of his stock simply to pay taxes on it. Clever, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, gives the middle finger to the people who are like, "Oh, you're going to pay the taxes." The stock went down over ten percent. I know I own almost one share. It, it it's like a half a share of what Tesla. What? Right. So almost half a share of Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really was a mistake. Exciting. That was really a mistake. Exciting. Right. <laughs> so, so right. So in in a single day or you know in a single week, Tesla loses you know upwards of ten percent of its stock value. So all those investors lost. Mm. All those four hundred one ks, all those all those individual retirement accounts, um, all, all of the people who anybody who invested money into it, all the mutual funds. Not to mention the actual workers of the company and the value of the product. Reduced by 10% for no other purpose so that Elon Musk can pay income taxes on that money. Now, what jobs, what revenue, what tax revenue was lost by the devaluation of that company? Because he came out and said, I'm going to sell 10% of it. It's incalculable. Mm. And that's what unintended consequences uh, mean that's what I'm referring to and I I think it's very easy to say wow this person here should um, 
should receive assistance for any number of reasons. And, um, you know, and that person should get free housing and welfare well, I think checks. It just, I think it just boils down to... Or, 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 or like, Dr. Fauci should be paid to run a, a Institute of Virology. I think it's National Health Institute or National Institute of Science. Oh. And I and it, and I whatever doesn't matter. He's a fucking shyster. So, <laughs> know, really but we're gonna pay him. Fauci. But regardless, right? That's nothing. Now we have a government that spends somewhere in the neighborhood of five trillion a year. It only collects three, but it spends five. Right now, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, let's just do what Bernie, you know, Bernie Sanders wants. Let's just tax the rich. They gotta pay their fair share. Yeah. Because paying 40% of your income isn't fair. We should make it 60%. We should make it until you eat just like us and you eat the same steak as us and you drink the same wine as us. That's when it's I fair. I don't know. I guess it's just I, 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 I agree with that to an extent, too. Because it's like, I, why is because his... it why sounds is good. His, it just doesn't no. work. It, yeah, it's, exactly. It sounds good because every... It, I am the kind of person where, like, you know, here comes my rising Libra. I want everybody to be fair. I want everybody to have the same equal opportunity. I want everybody to experience every single thing that everybody can and have the same amount of happiness that everybody else has. And it's just like, but that's wow, but that's, that's what I'm great. boiling down to. Yes, it's great in theory. It's great in it theory, is. but so, that life literally isn't that. Life no, isn't let, that. let me ask you a question, something that you just said about equal opportunity. Mm. Um, there are organizations out there. Uh, I see it on TV um, advertisements for, for certain colleges. I, I think it, the last one I saw was University of um, Southern New Hampshire. I, I, I can't listen to the commercial anymore because... Uh, it literally talks about equal outcome. Okay, and equal outcome in what way? Outcome in life. <laughs> so instead of that is what is going on in this world of of equity speak of social justice, right? They're talking about the equality of outcome, where co- conservatives like myself, uh, libertarians, co- uh, constitutionalists. We believe in equal opportunity. That does not mean. What that means is if you are a, a fantastic architect. Mm-hmm. That you'll get paid better that than you'll the get paid, other architect who's eh. Exactly. No, and, yeah. and you might get more money than, say, somebody who who sweeps I, or, or, or yeah. flips burgers. That's If everybody could do it, Right. But there's nothing stopping anybody, and that's the key. That's the thing it's that just people also, don't. Um, it's also just like why is there that life less valuable than somebody else's? You know what I mean? Well, no life I is less that's, valuable. But I, that's but I think that that's what I think that that's where the motivation is coming from. Is that you know you you equate money with value, so it's like well, because there's no other way. Well, no, but 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 that that was what you that's what you said earlier too, with just like and so, you have you want people to have the equal outcome because you want everybody to feel valuable and you want the guy who flips ver- burgers to feel as valuable as the the guy who's the amazing architect, right? But the but but the, but the idea of equal outcome is on its face a complete lie. There is I just no think equal it's unobtainable. outcome. It's unobtainable because you know. 
in your heart of hearts that not all, not everybody who goes to school for theater is as good as you. Not everybody that's that wants to be a mechanic can be. Not everybody who wants to no, be an accountant and, can be. But but I think but I think that that with the whole money thing, it's just like it, it like you said, it puts value on other on other people and other things more than others. And it's just like I think that that's the whole equal outcome thing is that like everybody wants to feel that same kind of valuable. Well, don't get, listen. Don't get me wrong. You know, there are plenty of arguments, plenty of people that will say, you know, look at the evil that capitalism has done. And without a doubt. I definitely there are, think, yeah, there for are, sure. There's there a are, lot of evil. You know, you could say capitalism. that ca- in the name of capitalism, you know, people have broken laws and, you know, dumped waste in the backwoods and, mm-hmm. you know, all done all kinds of shifty stuff. No doubt whatsoever. But at the end of the day, if you take a look at uh, those companies fail, mm. those individuals fail. If you have no moral compass, if you don't work hard, if you try to cheat the system as a rule, you fail. In, Hopefully. In any kind of capitalism. No, you can't because you know what happens. You know, you can't take advantage of your workers forever because you'll lose workers. You'll lose them to some other company who doesn't take advantage. Hopefully. Who has a better vision. And not hopefully. That's true all the time. Well. And, and I think that's, you know, people don't give it the depth. Uh, they don't look at it with the kind of depth that they should that – at the end of the day, I would rather a company um, or any individual rise and fall on their own merits than to have the hand of government. I think I agree. Than to have the hand of government, you know, tip the scales. I, I'm very both sides on this. I've seen. Honestly, because I, I, in a perfect world, would love for, like, socialism to work out mm-hmm. and for it to be fair and for everybody to want to work the one collective good. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I want to make more money. <laughs> like, I, I want... <laughs> so because I feel like what, what I just, contribute I is, like... I love this. What you just described is a typical uh, transformation between a... Uh, I'm going to say a young individual like yourself, right? Mm-hmm. As a rule... I think there's a saying, again, I think it was Margaret Thatcher or Winston Churchill, but one of those great English people <laughs> who said that, I think Winston Churchill, that's who it is, mm-hmm. who said, if you're not liberal when you're young, you don't have a heart. And if you're not conservative when you're old, you don't have a brain. Because it is a transformation. You will not under, you will not learn, you will not value uh, keeping, you, you, will, you will not criticize taxes as, until you pay more, mm-hmm. right? Until you start to look at your check and you're like, wait a minute, now I'm I'm actually earning a thousand dollars a week and they're taking four hundred of it. You you're gonna be like, if I had that four hundred, I can get that new central air conditioning system in my apartment mm-hmm. or my house. I definitely I, I think that I, I the motivation for all of these things is there and the th- it, the thoughts and the theories are all there and they all make sense to me and I understand it, but it's just it's not playing out that way. Ne- neither thing. It never has. Capitalism or socialism. Neither, well, that's not neither true. of them at the moment right now and today mm-hmm. in United States I don't think either of them are really working. Okay. So I'm going to give you, you I'm going to give you an example. Of, well, better be a quick example. Just kidding. It's quick. We're, we're at 59. <laughs> we'll we'll wrap it up within the next 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm ready. So let's take the industrial revolution. This was a, a time in in American history and if not world history where for the most part there was very little government involvement. Now there's all kinds of things wrong with the time. I mean, you could talk about women's voting rights and, you know, minorities. You could talk about all kinds of travesties and slave labor and child labor. Fair enough. There are oh, there, there are breakers of the rules. But for the most part, 
what you had was in a fairly short period of time the largest uh, growth of wealth mm-hmm. in world history. Yeah. We had no steel before the Industrial Revolution. We had no right, gasoline right, right, before right, right, the Industrial right, right. Revolution. We went from having, uh, you know, horses to automobiles that had gas stations on the mm-hmm, corner. Mm-hmm. And it kicked off this massive, for better or for worse, massive ability to produce a huge amount of productivity as a result of unfettered capitalism. Mm. Were there, were there you know, nasty characters? Yes. Were, were they overindulgent? Absolutely. You take a look at the mansions in Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, beautiful you know, AF. Though. Beautiful AF, of course. Who doesn't want the breakers for crying out loud? But, you know, I, I you, you walk through there and you think to yourself, God, who needs anything like this? Exactly. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> for starters, I'll take it. House on the house on the ocean front, fifty thousand square feet, some marble and silver, uh, you know, silver tinned walls. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, if somebody was to give me a new, but all of that stuff, for sure. you know, <laughs> so he paid for it fair and square. It's not like he got the building materials for free. Right, right. It's not like anybody built it for free. Right, right. Nobody was had a gun pointed to their head. Even the even the servants were not. Uh, they were not slaves. Mm. Right, slavery was over. Mm. So you know, people look at the lives this of. Uh, these um, servants, for example, and they're like, oh, my God, you know, Cornelius Vanderbilt was such a prick because the servants had to stay upstairs and, you know, they had to live in, you know, little unfurnished rooms, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, A, they didn't have to. B, they were they were making a salary and, and saving it and, and giving it forward to their children just like just like anybody else did. They simply, but I mean, would it have killed them to buy a bed? Would it have killed them to furnish simply, it? You know what I the mean? The only difference between the servants and Cornelius Vanderbilt is that the servants didn't know how to lay railroad. And that's a fact. Right, but why Why couldn't he furnish their little rooms and things like that? You know what I mean? Like, that's just crap. Let's be fair. I, I've gone through the place. I mean, it's not the worst place to work. No, I'm not. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying, saying that's not the you know, worst place. I mean, to work, but, you get to go on the rooftop have, and have cigarettes and cocktails. But don't they have a right watch, to you know, like the have their room the furnished and like have a nice? Well, yeah, place and they did. Live? They did. But I mean, you just said it, was it was a demand. It was a demand. I'm I'm using it. You know, I'm playing oh, on words here. I was taking a more literal sense. No, I mean, yes, of course they were allowed to and, and encouraged to have furniture. They didn't live in you know white walled, you know, empty rooms. I'm, I'm in comparison to the main house, I okay? I thought you meant like In comparison general. to the main house, I mean, there were some very modest, you know, uh, mm-hmm. accommodations, right? But it wasn't done by force. Mm-hmm. And that's the big deal. That's the thing you have to remember. That is the difference between slavery and capitalism. Slavery was done at force. You didn't have a choice, right? Um, and, and I think one but day we'll talk about that. But in that sense, they were just employing, pe- they were just employing, employing people. They right? No, I get that. And, and in a lot of ways, the job sucked. But you know what it wasn't? Remember this at the same time. The norm was working in a field for your survival. Hmm. Okay? In the late 1800s, survival was still job number one, employer number one, where you went out at every day at five in the morning, harvested food, split firewood just to survive. Okay, your your lot in life never changed. No social mobility at all. Economics, you know, socioeconomic mobility at all. You know, when you were a peasant, you're always a peasant. You never became the lord and you never became the king. 
And that was the, the deal. The hierarchy. Uh-huh. Thank you, England. <laughs> <laughs> but here in America, Yay, here in America, somebody like Cornelius Vanderbilt or um, or John D. Rockefeller could go from nothing no, yeah. to everything. But look what they produced. Right. Look at what they produced. No, yeah. I don't I don't think that so, anything that they did was not like no. I love there's a there's a show and we were at one oh three, so we'll, we'll a couple <laughs> minutes. There's a show on um History Channel called The Men Who Built America. They've since changed the name so that it doesn't have men in the title. That's nice. It's the uh, people that built America. No, it, it's the the inventions I think that changed America, or whatever. Oh, that's but cool. essentially, it's the same same narrator, same characters. You know, okay. when you watch it the second time, you're like, wait a minute, this used to be called the men that built America. Long regardless, woman! Right, I'm not going off on the woman <gasps> power thing. Uh, you know, I, any woman, I think women should have been able to build railroads, but that's a different discussion. Oh, yeah. The fact of the matter is, is that these guys did do it, right? Mm. Uh, just like the founders did, um, you know. A pretty good job even though they were all men we can't go back and rewrite history we can't go back and change uh the way things were listen i'm not saying hi i'm not saying that it wasn't men that did cool stuff for the country and like that that stuff should be like whatever but i also think that um there is a cat roaming the around our, knock over the drinks. leo is roaming around <laughs> our street oh, he almost jumped up on the laptop he, Push oh the gosh, stop button. So I, someday we'll talk about Leo. Yeah, right. But anyway, I guess I guess my whole thing is just that I see both things. I see socialism has its good things and its bad things. I see that capitalism has its good things and its bad things. We are a capitalistic society. So in order to benefit from that, I will work hard and do my stuff and hopefully create a product and hopefully like work hard enough to get my own finances and build my own life. I just don't want other people to be responsible. God bless your heart. But well that's the thing. I don't want other I don't want my success to be if credited really to want, anybody other than me. I love hearing uh, a phrase if you really want to help somebody else out, take care of yourself. Don't be a burden on somebody else. Right, exactly. That, that's that is, that's how that's that is my the rule mantra. I live by. That's my MO for and, sure. And that's my mantra and it's the Virgo ness we both I think have. there's it's true. It's true. We just want to succeed at everything. We literally we just want to be good at everything. I'm a moon Virgo and he's a sun Virgo. We will next episode I want to do astrology. I'm good with that. Yeah, we're gonna do that. But anyway Because we like to mix it up between like, you know, serious conversation and, and things that are fun. And also astrology, I could pop the fuck off to that. I know. Yeah, and I just sit that. here like a dumbass yeah. being like, Yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, no, uh-huh, no, no, uh-huh. no, 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 no. But but anyway, yeah, I, I see the value in both and I wish that both could be perfect. Both have flaws, and I'm just going to work. I, I, I just don't want anyone else to be responsible for me. And I also don't mind paying however much in taxes that I need to pay to help the good of the American people. God bless your heart. Hallelujah. I will say. I, yeah, <laughs> That's what I'm going to conclude I, I on. think that what we have to do is uh, is come back to this. Mm. You know, I think we will circle back at some point because there's so much more detail to this conversation. Um, we didn't even t- touch because, on like, the morality of it. So only a little. I-, I will close with this. If you really care about people, if you really want to advance uh, a person's uh, station and to benefit their life and benefit their circumstances, the capitalism has been the only proven effective way to do it. You cannot pay somebody into prosperity you, you can't pay somebody to be happy. 
you can't pay somebody to do any of those things. Mm. In fact, most of the time it, it does exactly the opposite. It creates dependence and it creates people who are who are disenfranchised and and un disincentived to to work and be productive mm. because you know the the money keeps showing up whether I go or not and the child payments you know keep showing up and you know it's all ass backwards. We get more get money that. if we have more kids mm. and you know there's so many aspects of it. At the end of the day, I want to help people, and I love helping people. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. It's just that the government is not an efficient way to do it. The government. Honey, I love you. I love you too. This was a fun show. We'll this is a good again. one. I I like learning. I like learning new things. I feel like I learned a lot today. And I love hearing you. Uh, I I just love Say hearing that I agree your with input. You. <laughs> I do. I do. It's like I almost want to do the abortion show all over again, oh so I get disagree. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll find something that we both genuinely like butt heads about for sure. But I think that this is just something that I love to absorb a lot in my little brain. So it's nice. To, it's nice to hear. It's nice to nice to listen to. I love you, honey. I love you too. Check us out on all socials. You know what to do. Yeah, listen to the show. Damn listen it. Listen to the. <laughs> listen to our show, please. We love it. And we love all of you. And comment. There's some people out there that I want to. I, I hope uh, some of my uh, adversarial uh, friends on the left <laughs> that, that you know just love to comment. Please argue with Ed. Please argue with Ed. He loves to argue with people. Is that what it's called? Debate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Ciao, ciao, folks. Ciao, ciao. Love you all. Loves. Bye.